0: Hey, everyone. This is Kurt Mercadante. And whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener, I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me and our guests here on Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, Now more than ever in this turbulent time, it's important to share and spread our message of freedom and fulfillment around the globe. So if you get value from this podcast, I have a favor to ask. If you could go wherever you listen to this podcast and leave us a positive rating and review, that helps us carry our message further around the globe. And if you wouldn't mind, post a link to this podcast on your Facebook page, share it on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn wherever you're at on social media. I want to thank you for helping us take our message to those people around the globe who truly need it. And I want to thank you for being a loyal listener. Thank you. What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. In a world where the quote-unquote public square is increasingly controlled by private companies like YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, what does that mean for the future of free speech in the United States of America? That's the discussion I have today with Jordan Lieberman. He's a behavioral advertising expert who serves as vice president and general manager of politics and public affairs at A4 Media. It's a fascinating and important discussion. And it's just a snippet of the full discussion you will hear in Wednesday's episode. So come back in our very next episode. And Jordan and I not only talk about this issue, but we talk about the future of personalized content, advertising, and how it affects society, politics, and even our personal relationships. When you talk about the, uh, I I think what gets alarming is the um, fact-checking, where all of a sudden it's like, if there is an article about something, whether it's political, whether it's about vaccinations or right. whatever, now suddenly Facebook is fact checking something and saying, you can't do that. So there's been organizations now oh, have yeah. been shut down. And when the fact checkers almost become the gateway, now one could argue it's their platform. Mm-hmm. They paid for it. Yep. You know, you see uh, what Dennis Prager and Prager use suing Google. Yeah. And it's an interesting piece, right? Because uh, Dennis Prager's free market against government, but now wants to use that to sue Google, it's a and he might be the same person who might make an argument about a private
1: business being allowed it's, to reject you, you. Right, it's a tough one. And so the public square, the free, the right to free speech does not exist in Google or more importantly in Facebook. Yeah. You can't scream fire in Facebook like a movie theater. Like those you can't, you're not entitled to say anything you want in right. someone's home. And that's what you're talking about with yeah. Facebook and you know facebook is 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 in the toughest place of all because they've got they, everyone hates them for everything at yeah. this point they are, they're in a no win position and everyone's on it yeah. and
0: i i guess that's the thrust of the interview right when it, is it considered the public square if it's privately owned and i guess moving forward where is the public square and and what does it consist yeah. of it's an interesting no debate that's
1: the, yeah. that's the problem we don't see these mass protests cuz they're all doing it on facebook the problem is that facebook is someone's private property they can just flip yeah. a switch turn it off it is it, i mean it, it is scary to think that someone could just turn off your right your your, your not your right to your but your speech and They've done a, a pretty good job trying to work around this with, with independent groups of academics and um, VIPs, trusted individuals to kind of decide what's accurate, what's not, what should yeah. be, you know, the quote unquote Supreme Court on the face, on Facebook, for example. You know, but, you know, we're, we're in uncharted territory now. Yeah, Because you know?
0: theoretically anyone uh, could could start, hey, I'm going to start my own news site. But how do people find that news site? Right. They search it in Google yep. or Bing, and so it's an interesting piece in, in terms of yeah, what is the public square and where's that freedom mm-hmm. to uh, of assembly and speech? Mm-hmm. Because I could go out here. We're in D.C. I could go to Lafayette Park and you could. and I reach who? No you one. Know you me. know? Yeah, right. But let's say I'm going to videotape yeah. it and I want to put it out there. Yeah. There's always been gatekeepers.
1: But well, Google could turn you off. Yeah. You know? yeah. They, they, you know, watch your mouth, Kurt. I mean, it. Th- this is one of those places where you, I, I don't think you can look back to our, our founding fathers, look at the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, and decide how to play this. Like, this is, we need really smart people thinking about the next 100 years, not looking back to 200 years ago to say, like, what really did they write about in the Federalist Papers that was going to help us guide how to deal yeah, with Facebook right, and Google? This I don't think that exists right now. You know? So what, uh, you know, it was
0: oh, man, at this point going back 14 years, 15 years, I was at a conference, it was out in San Diego, it might've been a campaigns and elections conference. Uh, and there was a consultant there, uh, who, you know, and this is oh five, this is before Facebook. Yep. And he talked about the, his fear. Now he was a political consultant, so he yeah. was making money off it. Right. But about the, uh, the notion now, and this was new back then where I'm just listening to my podcast. I'm not listening to the radio anymore. And and again, this is back in 04. Now this this sounds so outdated, but now I have my music. I have Kurt's music list. And now you apply that to, I have my list of podcasts. I'm not watching the evening news anymore and getting, you, you can argue it's biased or whatever, but you know maybe maybe that's the public square. now you have advertising that is really targeted toward you know you may be getting a ton of Trump ads that I never see, yeah. and it's, it's, so his fear was that everything is so personalized that it's
1: damaging the fabric of the country right yeah. do you, do you do you feel that it's, it's, I'm at the forefront of that. I mean we're yeah. delivering personalized advertising and we do really well at this, we do a great job, we've been around for a decade, but I see we're targeting, we're sending message A to group A and message B to group B. Yeah. And, and you can see, I, you know, I'm not going to claim responsibility for the tearing part of the fabric of our right, lives, right. No, but you right, can but see yeah. wh- what, you know, when people argue different facts, this is what happened. And, you know, uh, there's a, I mean, this is, but this is not new. I mean, Springsteen gave a speech in the 70s, no, in the 80s or 90s, Bruce Springsteen, sorry, I'm yeah. from New Jersey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talked about how in the 60s and 70s, we all had the same music. And then yeah. he made a very specific point of saying, you know, now I've got my music, you've got yours. We don't have, we don't even listen to the same, we're completely torn apart. And that's great because you get to express more creativity and everyone has their own specific likes. But the problem is that we don't agree that what's good or what's bad. Everyone agrees the Beatles are good. Yeah. Not everyone agrees if, you know, you know, Metallica is good. Like there's a really, it's it, this transcends not just political discourse, but every medium out there.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Kurt Mercadante, and I want to thank you for being a loyal listener to Freedom Mindset Radio. You know, in this chaotic time of coronavirus chaos, it's so important for people to have a process to define, create, and live their lives of freedom and fulfillment. I lay out just that process in my Amazon bestseller, Five Pillars of the Freedom Lifestyle. And in light of this turbulent time, I've dropped the Kindle price of my book to $4.50 That's a more than $2 drop in price. I do this because I truly believe that this is a process that will help those who need freedom and fulfillment now. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have spent the past five years, 10 years, 15 years trading away your freedom and fulfillment for a false sense of security and a toxic job and a lifestyle that doesn't fulfill you. And now you're realizing that security was an illusion and you want your freedom now. Go to fivepillarsoffreedom.com right now. There you can get chapter one of my book absolutely free. And there's a link to purchase the book. As I said, we have dropped the price to $4.50 for the Kindle version of my book. I know the five pillars of the freedom lifestyle will help you define, create, and start living your freedom lifestyle now. Thanks again for being a listener. I wish you a day a week, a year of freedom and abundance.